From the Tasty Cake Studios, Jack Fritz in for John Marks on this Thursday afternoon, attempting, attempting, Ike Reese, to drive this thing on this glorious Thursday. What's going on, buddy? Jack! I'll let you boy. Uh, happy anniversary, the day that Will allegedly scored 100 points. <laughs> Maybe we want to get that one out of the way early, you know, before you know, create any tension. Early on the program today, happy anniversary, yes, on this day. Oh, yes. March 2nd. March 2nd. Out in Hershey, PA, where no one, uh, no, no television, there's no video of it, but he allegedly scored 100 points. So I hope everyone out there is celebrating. I promise, I promise you today, the top five of five will not be looking to, to tear down what was once a great legend. Thank God. Well, at least we got that part out of the way. Yeah, yes. we had to get it out of the way early. I wasn't sure what the hell you were going to do at the top five. It's five. Well, I had to address the elephant in the room. People were looking forward to it. Dan Wilson behind the glass. But I want to start here, Ike, because, <sighs> you know, I feel like I'm the only one that truly remembers everything about, about our sports figures here. You know, I, I try to stay down the middle, remember the good times, not overreact to the bad times. And I feel like we've gone too far with Howie Roseman. And as we enter into the 2023 offseason, we know it's a massive year. Yesterday we did a show of who is it more on, Jalen or Howie, to keep them keep the Eagles where they are. Mm-hmm. And in reality, it's on both of them. <laughs> like they both need to, to perform well in order to keep the Eagles in Super Bowl contention. But here's where I'm at is that I don't trust Howie Roseman heading into this offseason. And I more hope he's going to do well rather than actually think he's going to do well. And I got a couple of reasons why for you, Ike. Mm. And that is my first one is that I believe the Eagles recently have been more uh, results over process. And the instincts that Howie has had, I still believe, are wrong. And I think he's gotten more lucky than he's been really good. The moves he made last year were, were fine, great. He knocked it out of the park. I get it. But when you look at what the instinct has been for the last two off-seasons, it's, it's been off. And I got a couple here for you, Ike. The first one is Josh McDaniels. The instinct was to hire Josh McDaniels. Oh, was good instincts. I was on board I, with I that I know. Move. I, I remember those days. That move. The first instinct was to hire Josh McDaniels. And the result was hiring Nick Sirianni. Yes. And in two years, Nick Sirianni has taken this team to the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And Josh McDaniels – benched his franchise quarterback and cut him and cut him and then they're looking for a quarterback I think they thought Tom Brady was coming and it seems like Josh McDaniels might just be a better coordinator than a head coach and he still has that sparring nature that had he come here I just kind of envisioned that whole thing coming up blowing up in flames I don't think it would have been happy times down the link I think he would have put Howie maybe back in the closet like Chip tried to a couple years ago so that's one okay another instinct of Howie was to try to trade up for Zach Wilson now, who good, knows how good he would look here. The idea was right. Go, we're all talent up. Go get a big talent. Whatever. The instinct was right. let's go get a special talent in Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. We know where Zach Wilson is. The result was they, they stay at 10 and they draft Devontae Smith. So they, 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 they get Devontae. They dodge a bullet there. First two, they have totally dodged bullets. The third thing that happened was by our own Howard Eskin. 90% chance they're going to trade for Deshaun Watson. I believe that they were in on trying to go get Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. and I believe they would have done whatever it took to go get Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So had either of those moves happened, we're not sitting here today, and we probably don't feel very good about the future of this football team. I don't know about that, but okay. Regardless, yes. the result 
was the, they kept Hurts and he developed into an MVP yes. candidate. Yes. And is about to get paid uh, a, a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And the final one I have for you, Ike, is the instinct was to trade for Calvin Ridley or sign Allen Robinson. Calvin Ridley, the Falcons gave the Eagles a heads up and they were like, hey, He's about to get suspended for a year for yeah. some parlays that yeah. probably would have lost because they were yeah. like twenty leg parlays. No doubt they would have lost. <laughs> and Alan <laughs> Robinson, it came out last week. They offered the second highest amount of money for mm-hmm. to try to to try to sign last offseason. Yeah. The instinct was to trade or sign one of those guys, mm-hmm. and the result was trading for AJ Brown. Now okay. you give him credit for having the picks to go get AJ Brown, yes. but I don't like sitting here getting into this offseason where all of that had to go right in order for the Eagles to be where they are today and where they were last year. Mm-hmm. My second thing. All right. You want to take a deep breath? Yeah, I'll listen. Really there you go. They've got a lot to, <laughs> lot to fit in here about Howie. Okay, because I, I'm so sick and tired of the whole, well, you just got to just trust right. in Howie. You got to trust All in right. Howie. He's, he's, he's a genius. He's going right. to figure it out. All right. So the first one's the instinct. Mm-hmm. The second thing for me is that what we're about to head into is not Howie's strength. You've talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's. He's a wheeler and dealer. Back against the wall, he's going to find the way out of it. Yep. His strength is not sustainability. If the Eagles were coming off a terrible year where everything's in panic around the franchise, I would say, no, Howie's got it. This is what he does. But this is not his strength, Ike. And that worries me heading into a year where you're about to pay Jalen. You have five draft picks. There's big free agents that are hitting the market. Bradbury, uh, Brandon Graham, possibly Kelsey. We know all the names. Mm -hmm. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, there's big names. He's not going to be able to re-sign those guys. And it's on him now to maintain a Super Bowl window with a quarterback that is is making $50 million a year. That's not something he's done before, and that worries me. Yeah, so so here's what I would say. Listen, you made a lot of valid points. Great job coming out of me. My goodness, you got notes piled up. You've been taking notes for the last two months or something. You're getting ready for this show? Well, someone's been waiting. Like, listen, <laughs> like, my goodness. No, it just it just frustrates me every day where it's like, well, well, no, Howie's got us. Yeah. Do we not forget? There's a fire Howie sign a year ago outside these yes. studios. Yes, Miss Miss misguided as it was yes we i remember looking at it every day outside the studio window did he tear up a little bit no but but here's what i'll say to you here's what i'll say and i and and i'll stick by this when he is in a position where he seemingly is backed into a corner he knows how to get out of that he knows how to figure out a way and i'm going to trust that he is putting together some plan that's going to keep this team Listen, they may not be as strong as they were last year on paper. Hard to but, do. But they certainly aren't taking a major step back. And even though I've been okay with saying, you know what, I don't expect them to be a 14-3 and team. If they're 11-6, and 12-5, and win the NFC East, I'm okay with that. That's perfectly reasonable after going to the Super Bowl and losing the amount of players that they're going to lose. That's what I believe. That's the plan to at least have them in that tier of football team next year. You're gonna you're set on the offensive side. All they need to do is get a they had to obviously you got to replace Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. You may bring Boston Scott back. I don't expect Miles Sanders to come back, but who knows if if he doesn't find what he's looking for out there, does he take a smaller deal to stay here in Philadelphia and come back here? That's a long way down the road. Um I don't believe I believe it's more likely Miles is not here than he is returning. Isaac Samalu you got to get that taken care of, whether it's with him or you bring in Cam Jurgens in there to play right guard because Jason Kelsey's going to come back, or you have to draft the right tackle slash guard because Kelsey retires and Alan Jurgens is your center. I'm okay on that side of the football. 
on the defensive side of the ball is where he has his work cut out for him. He just does. They like building on the line. That's where I think they will focus. That's where I think they'll focus. Right? They'll continue to add depth there. You got to get the secondary taken care of. And then you have a football team that's good enough to go out there and compete. The one thing Howie doesn't like to do is he doesn't like to be quiet. Yes. This is his time of the offseason. This is his time. Like, the offseason is where he gets to make his imprint, his mark on the team. I said this yesterday. His job is to provide Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts with the talent for them to go out there and do something with it. The head coach and the quarterback. I think that's what he'll do. I think that's what he'll wind up doing. He'll know on the defensive side of the ball. Listen, he talked about young players. There are going to be young players that have to get in there and play. It's just inevitable. They have to. Yeah, they're going to have to get out there and play. N'Kobe Dean, these guys, they're going to have to get out there and play. But it doesn't mean he's not going to take care of the middle of the defense, meaning those defensive tackles. Uh, I think there's a good chance T.J. Edwards is back. I think one of the safeties is back. It's more likely Marcus Epps than C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Marcus yep. Epps is a lot more affordable. We're getting Blankenship and Marcus Epps. Oh, no, our no, no. We're going to get something else besides Blankenship over there, I hope. I hope Blankenship's oh, a nice little reserve. Yeah. I don't need him out there for 17 games. I don't need that. But I do believe Howie, he knows the one way he validates himself is by what he does in the offseason. And his offseasons are never – they're, they're, they're never driven by doing nothing, sitting on his hands doing nothing. He's going to do something. He made the hard gray move. We didn't think it was a big move. Turned out to be one of his better free agent signings. You know what he did also that same offseason? He traded for Darius Slay. He traded for Darius Slay. So even when it seems like he can't do something, if he can't do it through free agency, he's looking at it through trades. And I, he's got a track record, so I got to trust him. I got to trust him. 215-592-9494. It's Jack Fritz in for John Marks on this Thursday afternoon. Do you trust Howie or are you still hesitant to buy all the way back in? I know that's been the, the prevailing thought the last, uh, you know, ever since the season ended and, and last year because every movie made ended up working out well. But you talk about being backed into a corner. They're not backed into a corner. And my, my final thing here before we go to the phones, Ike, yeah. Is that do you believe a tiger changes its stripes? Uh, no. Howie Roseman, the last time we were in this position, the last time he was disempowered, it led to a couple years of chaos, leaks, like no one getting along <laughs> in the building. Like he's lost five front office members in the last year. And now he's back as like, I'm the big dog in the building. Mm-hmm. Andy Weidel's gone. He's four other front office people have gone. And now he feels like he's back to being the Howie Roseman of 2018 or whatever. And that's scary to me because, well, because that guy, that guy can be a little bit dangerous when it comes to like having everyone on the same page and, and working towards the same goal. I just got to believe they have learned through that process. And I hope so. I, I, I just have to believe that. Right. I, I just have to believe that they, they all have to look in the mirror, take some accountability for things that they could have handled differently, approach things differently. Um, one of the things, I'll give you an example, um, and you can choose to believe this or not before we go to the phones, but, you know, how are we talking about, or, or I think there was a report out there that one of the reasons or part of a reason why they didn't re-sign guys this season as they normally do 
through years past, they didn't get those extensions done through certain guys that they know they want to bring back. Yeah. They didn't want to mess with the chemistry in the locker room. I actually like that. That makes a lot of sense. You know, you target this guy, you sign that guy. Now this guy over there is looking, well, why didn't I get paid and you paid him? Because if, if that, I, literally, that literally happened in, in 18, 19. Because it was Goddard, right? Goddard got extended. Yeah. And Ertz was like, well. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one. I mean, that's one guy. Yeah, I mean, that's one example. But then there, there's other. Tim Jernigan getting paid. You know, paying, paying Deshaun Jackson come here. You know, Nelson didn't like that. Yep. You know, Nelson helped us win the Super Bowl. You, you don't you don't pay him, but you paid Deshaun Jackson to come here. Like, you doing that affects your locker room. Carson Carson being paid and, 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 and everybody not necessarily being on board with him. And then that changed his mentality and gave him ownership because of where the, the, the status put him on the team. And that also does that to other guys when you give them money. Right, they feel like they have a certain status on the team, and they do because their paycheck says so. But if they weren't necessarily guys that have been here from the mud, meaning that from the beginning, right, right, <laughs> been from the beginning. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, from the beginning, and, and they help build this thing, and you reward them. Well, that ruffles the feathers of some of the other guys. Yeah. And so, I- so them not doing that this year, I thought that was a great foresight, uh, or at least looking back on things the way they did it in the past and saying, you know what. We got a good thing going right now. We don't need to take care of anybody during the season. And you hope they learn from their mistakes. And that's yeah. and that I agree was one of those things where it's okay. That's that's a good sign. Two one five 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 nine two ninety four ninety four. Jack Fritz in for John Marks. Do you trust Howie Roseman heading into what is a massive, massive offseason? Let's kick it off with Black Gritty from BlackGritty.com. What's happening, BG? First of all, Ike, uh, your co-pilot there, don't let him crash his plane. Keep your hands <laughs> on the wheel, too. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, he, he, co- he he pushing the gas pretty high in the sky right now. You hear it all pumped up and well, listen, jacked up we, in his voice. Listen, just BG, we don't, we don't come wheel. out here throwing softballs. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> just, just keep your hands on that wheel, Ike. That's all I'm saying. I got, I got the fills in front of me right now. I mean, what am I supposed to do, to sit here? You're all jacked up on Mountain doing Ike juice. I know what's going on. But uh, second of all, you said, uh, a former legend. Wilt is a always legend. Wilt <laughs> will go down and he's like BC and AD. Jordan wouldn't have no records if he didn't start taking it after like 78. Yeah, you know Paul I mean? Bunyan, Wilt I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> secondly, everything you done said about Harry Roseman is a fact. I uh, used to be talking about what he's got to do. You know what happens when you're broke? I, I know it's been a long time since you've been broke, but when you're broke, you don't go shopping. You sit in your room and you look at the TV and you think about things that you wish you had, but you know you can't afford it, and you wait till a new paycheck comes in. How are you about to be broke? So how are you going to have to do all the things yeah. right that he has done wrong in the past? Jack laid it out. You know, we had the parade. Well, y'all had it. I didn't have it. I said 2024 because mm-hmm. I'm from the future. And this is his year to prove all the things he's been pumping his chest about because now is when everything meets the road. You got to pay your quarterback. You got to go make moves without doing things. You got to make trades. So now, how he's got to actually do his job. Well, hasn't he earned? Hasn't he job. earned your trust yet, though? He's earned I, your. I'm, he's earned your trust, or he should have earned your trust by you, now. You know what he's earned from me? He's earned me not to be negadelphia on him and rip him unforgivingly. Okay. He's earned neutrality. You know what I mean? Remember, I was Doug negative, then I was Doug neutral, then I got the Doug <laughs> pop. Right now, we had Howie neutral. Okay. <laughs> What was the last thing you were right on? It seems like you've been – I don't know if I need you attaching your wagon to me. 
He was right on Doc Rivers. You just got you just got on show today. I said no parade a year and a half ago. You you on my train, buddy. You on my train. I'm the one. I'm, difference between mm-hmm. heading into this year versus the last time like I, we can, I can try to make the case of uh you know he's he doesn't have a great track record with sustaining but it's really only been one time yeah that, that's why I don't know what you're talking about man like listen I understand the whole idea of keeping it on the tracks after they had a Super Bowl run I, I get that here's my thing and I don't even have the blueprint out in front of me of what he's going to do because I really don't know. Hopefully he does. I'm just saying that he's earned my trust, right? I can roll with him. I believe. And the one thing I think about when I think with Howie is that the idea that he's not going to do anything, that just doesn't – this dude can't sit back and do nothing. No, and he doesn't. He can't, have- he can't sit back and do nothing. He has to make some type of move. But that's, all, but that's also concerning. Like you don't have to, you don't have to go make some big splash. Like you, your offense is already pretty set. You have the tenth right. overall pick. Go draft a freaking cornerback for the for everything that is holy. Go draft a quarterback okay. or cornerback, not a quarterback. Forty and slip. That might be next week's show if Anthony Richardson keeps lighting it up. Um, but like, I don't know what that move is. He he, he can't make a the, the big difference between this year and a couple last off seasons is that you know you could say well they bring back Bradbury, bring back these guys. They're not signing one year deals. Right. So no, I agree with that. It could yeah. be a lot of guys on one-year deals. That could be, like, the big splash. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's coming from because you don't know how much you're going to have to pay Jalen going forward. So, like, if you if you trade for a young guy and, and want to re-sign him, but the do. money might not be there. But they do. And and here's the thing that, that, that we're not prepared for that I believe the Eagles actually are prepared for. It's not what they want, right? Nobody wants a a, a public fight with the quarterback – over a contract yeah. or anything of that nature. The Eagles don't necessarily want that. But they aren't going to sign a deal or put a deal out there that they aren't comfortable with that doesn't fit the framework in which they have a vision as to how they want to build this team. They do have Jalen under contract for another year, yeah. plus a franchise tag. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Get a Lamar Jackson situation. I'm, I'm just saying that they, that they don't want it to get to that point. Yeah. But but – if contract demands are such that it puts the Eagles in a bad position, they're not going to do it. I mean, it's the reason why Baltimore hasn't just given Lamar what he's asking for. Yeah. Right? So, it, 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 there, there will be some happy medium there. And one thing I like about the Eagles is that they usually have the ability, when it comes to this position, to see down the road. To see down the road. And they got an idea of who they want to keep based on the contract parameters and everything. And that includes – Jason Kelsey potentially coming back, Brandon Graham potentially coming back on 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 a 
on a team-friendly deal. Like, those type of things are in play with them. 215-592-9494. Jack Fritz in for Johnny Marks on this Thursday afternoon. Opening up, talking about Howie. Big offseason for him. And do you trust him? Are you all in, like, ah, he's got my blind faith? Or, or is there still that little voice in the back of your head that a year ago was saying, fire the guy, that is still talking to you saying, hey, don't buy in yet. 215-592-9494. We'll get to all your calls on that. Coming up next on the other side. Welcome back, Jack Fritz, in for John Marks on this Thursday afternoon, hanging out with uh, my guy, Ike Reese. Fritz! Talking a little bit of Howie. Someone's got to be honest about him. I mean, I, again, I don't forget. You know, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, this, this, he's the greatest. Ah, a year ago, you weren't saying that. A year ago, you were firing him. And I'm not saying fire him, but don't push all your chips in the Howie bandwagon just yet. Let's get to the Twitter I question. I got you, bro. Let's get to the Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking to get engaged? Visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit Marks-Jewelers.com. Do you trust Howie heading into this offseason? Ike, 91% are saying yes. Yes. What is happening here? Well, he's earned that. He's but, earned that. But he's earned it by doing what he does every five years when the team goes into the tank and he has to crawl his way back out. Like, do you trust him to build this thing and keep it where it is? And, and I, I, I can't get there when I still see the instincts wrong. I know the result was great. The result was great. They got Sirianni. They drafted Devontae. They kept Hurston, didn't trade him. They trade for A.J. Brown. That's all great. But when you look at what the – first plan was I can't just let that all go but see I would say the instincts were right now maybe the selection was wrong but the idea was correct right like even if you want to go to if you want to whether you want to go with the quarterback situation you want to go with the wide receivers last year what have you the instinct was right right the instinct to get a better to get a better wide receiver was right Calvin really uh, first choice probably wasn't the correct choice. Allen Robinson definitely wasn't the correct choice. And you landed on A.J. Brown because you finally listened to the quarterback when you had to listen to him. Right. See, initially, Jalen was always saying A.J. Brown's who you should be looking at. This okay. and the other. Yeah. They were like, ah, fine, we'll trade yeah, for him. Yeah, like, but 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 they weren't making a they weren't making a decision based on Jalen being here because they weren't sure on Jalen at the time. Right. So that's why I say the instinct was correct to look around because none of us were. We can't we can't, we can't have revisionist history. Well, that's what I'm trying to do with Howard. Only, only OG Wade can claim that he, he didn't have any wavering co- uh, conviction about Jalen. But everybody else had questions. Some had more than others, but everybody had some questions. And, and even the Eagles had some. Now, we can all agree they got lucky, fortunate, or what have you. They mm-hmm. they didn't trade him. Yes. We can all agree on that. And that that led to them going to get AJ because that's obviously a good friend of his, and they decided let's go, let's go make the move. Yeah. But the instincts were the correct instincts. And even with Nick Sirianni with the head coaching situation, they certainly wanted something different. 
Well, yeah. and, and they wanted offense, which is smart. Yeah, they want they wanted they and that's all, well, we know that's that's always their instinct. There, I listen. I, I I can't sit here and tell you I knew anything about Nick Sirianni before no. they said his name, before his name was ever mentioned. Right, but we mentioned we mentioned how we mentioned Howie, we mentioned Hertz, and 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 that whole situation. Hold on to him. That's why what he said the other day really bothered him. Here's how he rose from the other day with Nick Sirianni. Well, the reasons we drafted Jalen are he's an elite competitor, he's an elite worker, and he's got elite talent. I think that sometimes we we use words like worker and competitive nature that kind of um, frame it in a way that the guy's not extremely talented. And Jalen's an elite talent. He's got um, you know elite arm strength. He uh, anything you tell him to do, like you saw his completion percentage, his accuracy jump. Um, and so I think at the end of the day, he's he's got a special talent, and you combine that with a special football mind and special work ethic, and it gives him a chance to be a special player. So if he's such an elite talent, if he's a special arm talent, all this, then why are you trying to spend all last offseason <laughs> trying to upgrade? So then is that so then is Howie just an idiot? I mean, no. like, but, but that's what that's frustrating for me to hear when I know that they were trying to move on, on from all last offseason. Well, here's the thing, and here's his thing. They were looking to see if they can upgrade. I don't fault them for that. They weren't looking to move on from Jalen at any cost and all cost. That, yeah, that, that right? became yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, yeah, they weren't necessarily just looking to get rid of Jalen, but if they could upgrade, if they felt like they could improve at the position, they were certainly looking to explore it. Deshaun obviously would have been more of a crapshoot. He's been off longer. He had baggage attached to him. Yep. We know that, but the talent is immense. Russell Wilson – I don't know what the hell happened to him last year in Denver. I personally think that talent doesn't just go away. Uh, that resurfaces this year under Sean Payton. Yeah, I'm buying. I'm buying Russell. Wilson yeah, he get back to look. He gets back to looking more like Russell Wilson than what he did last year. But here's what I'll say to that: the personality I don't believe would have worked here. <laughs> yeah, that, that that I wasn't necessarily up to date on. Yeah, yeah. The, the personality. The more I found out about that. I'm like, no, that would not have worked. Here. No, I don't think he would have been a Philly guy. No, no, no. He would have had to play so well. Yeah, to, to overlook that. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. I completely agree. 215-592-9494 to get in. Let's go to OG Wade, who apparently needs to educate us. <laughs> Classes in session, OG. What's up? What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? Ah, just trying to tell people, remind people that Howie's not to be completely trusted. OG. Hey, come on, man. You, you – I, I did buy that uh, that little glove with the with the stick on it. It's behind your chair, Ike. All you got to do is just take it and, and knock Jack right upside his damn head. And it's actually for John, but, you know. Listen, yes. let me educate you, you whippersnapper, okay? Every GM has what we call a track record. Howie's track record is longer than 90% of the G, GMs because he's been that in that position longer than 90% of the GMs in the league. Okay, so it's going to give you some years that you weren't so good at in terms of, okay, then it's going to give you years that you did do well. That's just the nature of the business. All of these guys aren't OG Wade. They don't, they don't have the eye for talent that I have. Totally agree. So, yeah, so sorry for that, Jack. You know what I'm saying? Howie, 100% I trust him. And I want people to stop with this. The Eagles tried to trade Jalen. No, they did not try to trade Jalen Hurts. The Eagles did their due diligence. 
okay? When a player becomes available. If Russell Wilson okay, said he wanted to be an Eagle, do you think he would have been an Eagle? No, it's not just him saying he wanted to be an Eagle. It's what was, what was the cost for him to become an Eagle is what, was that, you know, is what I think Howie and Jeff Lurie was, was, had to consider. If it was reasonable and Russell said he would like to be an Eagle, you damn right, I, I believe he would have been an Eagle. But that's not just that's it. Just don't go that way. You gotta you gotta put your your, your irons in the fire, and you gotta see which one of them is hot. So right now, they made those moves in terms of bringing Brian Johnson here. That lets you know that their intentions was to develop Jalen Hurts and give him everything that he needed to do that. So they re-signed a lot of the offense. These are all signs that they were all in on Jalen Hurts. Now, when someone else becomes available. That may be better than Jalen Hurts at that moment. You damn right you're supposed to look at that and listen to it. You'll be a fool if you're not. They're businessmen. See, we as fans, we think that the Dallas Cowboys is our enemy and the Eagles is our team. Jeffrey Lurie loves the Dallas Cowboys. You know why? They're partners. <laughs> They're in the NFL. I'm sorry to not on the field. I mean, not on the field, OG. No, no, no. Listen. I understand everybody's supposed oh, hate the Dallas Cowboys. You suck, you suck, you suck. That ain't, that ain't how the owners do it, my man, okay? <laughs> they in the business of making money. That's why this organization is as successful as it is because they do it the right way. They don't really take what the fans say because everybody hates hey, Jonathan Gannon, but the Eagles was willing to keep Jonathan Gannon. Well, that's another sign their instincts right were way off. Yep. Okay? So I'm just telling you, the things that's doing right, Let's keep everything in front of us. There, and I'm going to be honest with you, right? There's no discrepancies with the Eagles and Jalen Hurts right now in terms they know they're signing the contract. Yes. Everything is being worked out now. What is the best thing to allow us to have the best situation? That's what's being considered. Signing him is a, is a done deal. That's out and over. Now it's what can we do, how much we doing, and this and that. And, they, and all parties are going to be happy with this. Yeah, I got so, you, OG, and I, and I agree. Uh, I mean, they're, they're going to work towards it. Is there any part of you that, I, I, in, my, in my gut, I think he's going to take a, a little bit of a discount. Like, mm-hmm. I, think, I, think he's gonna, I can see that. I don't think he's going to go out there trying to break the bank for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I do believe him when he says, you know, I want, I'm here to win championships. And he, and Howie's right when he said the other day, like, he's smart enough to know it's easier to do that yeah. if you have a little bit of extra money yeah. to do it What with. type of discount are you talking about? A million dollars? Well, in my head, he's taking $35 million, and then oh, I have an hell extra. Hell no, he and ain't. Then, but I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> but if he takes, like, 45 instead of 50 then that's an extra $5 million a year that he could continue to build this thing out. Over how many years? Five. That's $25 million. Exactly. Great for the team. You get it. You get it. That's an extra player. Yeah. That's also, that's an extra lot. That's well, an extra, but, that's the extra of a bunch of things. Here, here's what I could see him doing. Just like Bryce Harper did. Oh, there it is. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about the GOAT. Yeah. And I didn't hear you telling Bryce to take a uh, damn Well, I just wanted him here. Yeah. I just, I just wanted him here. <laughs> exactly. Well, first off, there's no salary cap in baseball. It's a little different. My only point is that Bryce took the extra years yeah. so that the average would help out with the overall team average, right? I could see Jalen doing that. I could see Jalen possibly taking a seven, eight-year deal. I could see that. I could see that. That way you spread the money out longer. It helps the team. You know, not quite Patrick Mahomes, 10 years, but seven years possibly. I, I could see that. At seven years, $48 million, 
49 million. You give him 100, no, you give him 200 guaranteed. With the Eagles, got to get two hundred guaranteed. Kyler got one eighty nine. We got, we got to, we got to get at least two hundred guaranteed. So I know this is a tough question to ask right now because at least two hundred guaranteed. Because Hertz is is our guy, MVP candidate, all this. Mm-hmm. Would the Eagles be that excited to sign him for seven years? I don't like. I just I think they would. You think they would? I think they would. Listen, nobody's excited to write that check as big <laughs> as it is, right? Like I don't think Jeffrey Lurie would be excited to do that. Um, it's only a few players that would excite you. I, I still believe there is a little more it's a little more crossing your fingers and hoping you're doing the right thing than you feeling absolutely sure. Like Mahomes you're doing is a, the right thing. Mahomes yes. is a slam dunk. Yes. And, and I think Jalen's really good. But yes. he's not a slam dunk. I, I agree. I the, agree with that. For the next seven, eight years of, of being in where he was this year. I agree with that. I agree with that. So yeah, they, they are taking a little bit of a leap of faith. They are. Yeah. And, and and this is just the reality of it. He's been hurt the last two years. It hasn't been major injuries. They've escaped mm-hmm. that. I know he squats 600 pounds. I, I understand <laughs> it. But if he's going to run like he did last year, yeah. there's, there's what happened in Chicago that could possibly happen again. Well, and that also goes into the whole long-term. I think the Eagles would be afraid. I think they'd be a little scared to, to write that check. But it, it helps them out from a financial standpoint to spread the money out, yeah. right? Like, it helps them. Yeah. So if if you decided this is what you're going to do, yeah, hold your nose and do it. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. Let's go to Matt and Ridley. What's happening, Matty? All right, Bloomsburg. All right, East Lansing. We're going to go toe-to-toe a little bit. All right. Uh, Ridley. <laughs> don't go. Um, I, I don't trust Howie. Like, you know, I never have. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike knows that. And I think he's going to make the same mistake we made with Wentz. Um He's going to put all his chips in, and as much as I'm grateful for the year we had, you can't sign him to seven years or six years for forty-five to fifty million dollars. His style of play will not support that longevity, hmm. and I think given the results, how he's going to make that mistake, but he's not going to be able to have the capital to build a team around them to produce the success we had this year. How do you guys feel about that? Listen, there, there's risk there with Jalen. I'm not going to sit here and act like there isn't. I think there's more risk with his style of play than it is him not being a good football player, right? So you may be looking at availability versus right. ability in this yeah. situation. I, yeah, I, I think part of that is that is there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to act like that, that. That shouldn't be part of their thinking when they do this deal. But I'm looking at it from a how do we build a team around him while we can uh, and give ourselves some flexibility from a cap standpoint. And that's really why I'm giving him the extra years is to spread the money out. So you want, I heard you say, did you say 48 or 49 million over seven years? Is that what I heard you say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Explain that to me. I don't understand. How is that spreading the money out? Like, is there a way that Howie can structure it so it's actually not 48 million a year or like, Yes. Is that an average number? Or? Yeah, that would just be the average number. Yeah, so he can give him okay. – you know, I don't have a calculator in front of me. Seven that times, no. whatever that is, you could give him yeah. – I, I use a round figure, $200 million of it in guaranteed money, and then whatever's left over, you can sort of structure his base salary oh, so every year. that's not all guaranteed – okay, I got you. That's not yeah. all guaranteed money, that 48 a year then. No, no. no. Okay, okay. Yep. Because, gotcha. like, like, for instance, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, I believe, made, what, 1.5 this past year. 
Uh, but his, I think his cap hit wasn't the top. I know the yeah, cap hit is there. I'm just saying his base salary is is small. What, what he did really helped that. Team. Yes. Now, if we had to give Jalen a part of the Phillies <laughs> in order to, to, to keep, they did give him the Royals. But <laughs> well, the Phillies gonna cost a little more. That, yeah, that was worth a little more than the Royals. It's a World Series team last year. World Series team last year. And it's hurting my soul seeing all the guys I love getting ripped today uh, by the Red Sox, 15 to three in the seventh. I'm not, I'm not excited to watch all this right, one later. Sorry, it's, right, it's okay. I might skip rewatching this one. I usually. Re- Rewatch every spring training game. Might this might just, be one you could just yeah. yeah let this one go. Yeah, I might be good. Let's go to Corey in Columbus. What's happening, Corey? What up, Jack? Nah, man. nothing much. Hey. What up, C? Hey man, I almost called you Johnny Marks, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> is it because so I'm a bad take? Nah, just so no, just so used to saying it like you know what up, Johnny Marks, what I, you know, I just what came out. Well, his but name is John. Yeah, actually. my real name is John Corey. Just to keep up the trend here, there's only Joes and Johns <laughs> that work at WIP. Right. So look, this is the thing. Like how we how we has changed. I mean, like how long was we saying before? And that this this is like what I was talking about yesterday. Take players out of Alabama, take players out of Georgia. What we do the last two years? Like we we see how we like now. It's like the last two years they took players that like we wanted them to take. Like when we was drafting, you know, like the Derek Barnetts and like the the Sidney Joneses and stuff. Like I, man, I'm I'm like these dudes is garbage. Like I knew they was gonna be mm-hmm. guards before we took them. You know, like I, I just feel like. I just feel like how he, you know, he he knows like what we went through, you know, like his job was on the line, people was coming at him, and he saw like you know what we got to last year with Jalen, the team building the team around him, you know, um, with you know the fans, the excitement in the city, mm-hmm. and let's something else like this team is set up different than them past teams like with Doug and stuff. Like this team is younger. When when we got Alshon Jeffrey, he was like twenty eight, twenty nine. Tory Smith was thirty. Like right. this window, like Alshon, uh, not Alshon. I mean AJ Brown. Oh well, yeah, Smith, that's on offense, young. Corey. But what about the defense? But but this is also with the defense too. I also think that Nick is a better player developer than Doug was. Like I felt like Doug was a good coach. Like you know that that was his thing, camaraderie. But like I feel like like we 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 got you know we got Reed Blankenship out here making plays. You know. TJ Edwards wow. having like top seasons. I'm like these dudes wasn't nobodies, and I feel like that's oh, that a not lot of, Gannon. Like, I mean, is that not Gannon developing those guys, or is that Nick Sirianni? I mean, I mean who, whoever, whoever. I mean, the de- people were saying the defense was garbage last year. So I mean, like, like even with talent, they garbage. So I mean, if they think they was garbage last year, what, what you think they're gonna think about them this year? This is what I'm looking at. So it's like, are they really gonna win with the defense? Like you know, like are we really like we're never gonna have a test. Joiner, Ike Reese, you know, Brian Dawkins' defense ever oh. again in this city. So, people got to get rid of that. Guys. Like, can this defense <laughs> just hold people to 20 points a game? We got the we, we got the horses on offense to score, and I think how we can do that. Draft players out of Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. I'm telling yeah, y'all, LSU too. Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, throw me Bloomsburg. <laughs> hey, man, Michigan State, Le- Le'Veon Bell, you know. There you go. We got yeah, a good one. Yeah, hey, Le'Veon Bell, man. Hey, man. Right, Le'Veon Bill, you know. I want to draft pit players. I want to draft pit players. All I do is develop Hall of Famers out of Pittsburgh. Hey, Vontae Max a pit player, man. He well, played well. That's not hey, a man, great we, example. Listen, we draft. We, hey, and real quick, real quick, my point yesterday, Andy from Defford, you, you a high school guy. You love high school. Where that boy from St. Joe, Joe's Prep put on Joey Porter Jr.'s head? Oh. What'd he do to him? Marvin Harrison Jr., two touchdowns. Appreciate the call, Corey. Yeah, Corey uh, was very fired up that Andy and Deptford, uh, you know, called out Ohio State players or or, they, or <laughs> Joey Porter Jr. take him or whatever. So, yeah. Corey is very quick to remind me that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. had 185 yards and, and two touchdowns against him.
last year. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. was the best receiver in football last year. Yeah. Imagine what he's going to be this year. It is so. It, it is <laughs> he funny. Has another year of college football to go. So I agree that he's he's really good. He's going to be really good. Bryce Young, I think, is going to be pretty good, but he's small. Devontae's really small. Yeah. As football is like, I feel like these guys are getting smaller. I've never seen so many smaller. Uh, Marvin Harris is not small. He's like he's skinny though. Is I mean, no, he's uh, I thought he's like one eighty five. He's not Devontae small. No, no, yeah, but I, I think Marvin Harris. He's not. He's bigger than his dad. Really? Oh yeah, he's bigger than his dad. Six four two zero five. Yeah. Six four two zero five. Donovan Chesspat. Back to the phones. <laughs> Back to the phones. Dump that. Dump that. Let's go to Will. Will in Northeast. What's happening, buddy? Good afternoon, gentlemen. First of all, I would like to say I just finished eating a Wawa turkey holding. Oh, great. Awesome. Love to hear that. And, and I could use uh, some Ike juice if possible. Please. Oh, wash that down. Yeah. I've been drinking that Ike juice. Does Ike juice and turkey go all the way? <laughs> First of all, do I trust Howie? Yes, I do. Why? Okay. Well, let's put it this way. We went to the Super Bowl, correct? Sure. He built the team in order for us to get to the Super Bowl. Well, I so built we a team to- with uh, unlimited cap space, essentially, yes. Okay. So from that standpoint, we have to give him some sort of credit. And and whether or not I trust him or you trust him, the owner trusts him. That's even more important. Would you agree with that? Well, maybe the owner can get, get some wrong every once in a while. <laughs> Well, when you're putting a couple of billion dollars out in the market, uh, it's very seldom that you're going to stay wrong for quite some time. Yes, he's very he's very loyal to Howie, and it's it's ended up being a good uh, good payoff for him. Now, what do you see right now from our, from your standpoint that our weaknesses as far as the Eagles concerned? Where is our weakness? Pretty much the entire defense. Okay, I agree <laughs> with that. So, Ike, you were saying in, in respect to giving Jalen his his due props, I would agree with that. $45 million, $5 million in incentive. Would you agree with that as well? How much? $45 million and $5 million incentive to, to okay, build. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. A question that I need to be answered because I don't know the answer. Please help me out. If an injured player is injured while playing, their salary, is it covered by the insurance or is it, is it uh, under the cap? Well, I think it depends on the guarantees. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and some players get injury guarantees versus non-guarantees for injuries. Quarterbacks normally get that type of a contract, yeah. What about linebackers? Nah, not really, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't happen as often? <laughs> not really. No, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> but but what's so interesting is everyone – I knew, uh, of course, like first hour, well, he built a Super Bowl team. Sure. Like, well, he built a team that actually won in 17, mm-hmm. and then five years later we're in the dumps, you know, after some of the moves he made, some of the guys he brought back, some of the big contracts. It's- Yes. So like I know they want I know they I know they made the Super Bowl but like w- with a guy who's been here as long as Howie has like he does develop a track record mm-hmm. and I do remember what it was what it was like and I'm not totally ready to be like you're our guy I blind faith go 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 get us back there yeah listen I'm not telling you that you're not you're not right or you're not justified in having some doubt I'm not telling you that like this is you're right coming off a team where. You know, you're trying to sustain success. He hasn't necessarily proven to be able to do that. But I think there are reasons for that, right? There are reasons for that, right? The last time he got caught in a loyalty conundrum. Want to be loyal to guys that just won the Super Bowl. So, you know, he talked about that. Wanting guys to be eagles for life and things of that nature. Yep. And I think they realize while the intentions – were in the right place, execution wasn't, and you can't do that with everybody. So 
A, losing the Super Bowl helps. B, winning a Super Bowl already also helps him to be able to make these tough decisions this time around. So I think he's going to be smart from that standpoint of not saddling the team with guys that have already passed their prime. Their best football is behind them as opposed to being ahead of them. Here's where he needs to to really change his sort of uh, perception of him. Like, like, that's really what it is. It's the drafting. And, if and, Minnesota can take Justin Jefferson with the 20th pick, 21st pick, whatever it was, and he turned out to be what he was, then we we don't, we don't shouldn't have to take a guy, and then next we have to wait two to three years to find out if the guy can play. Well, and the reality about how he's drafts is I think they've been better with, with Andy. Yeah, Devontae Devante showed us early he could play. Landon Dickerson has shown us that he could play. But it's been a lot of high-round guys. Yeah, the higher. And, and well, like, should feel, feel good about the tenth pick. Exactly. But besides Mylotta, you know, since what twenty nineteen, I mean, I, who's the best guy they drafted in the fourth? Like Kelsey was in the fifth round. Avante would probably be their best. Yeah, and he was eighteen. Yeah. And so, so it's, it's going to be something. I mean, the, the draft's going to be the the main thing that he has yeah. to get right. And, and we don't have as many picks. No. Well, and two of them are seventh round picks. So it's like, well, what's the point? It's not totally what's the point, but essentially it's, it's, kind of, it's yeah. closer to what's the point that we're going to get a stud there. <laughs> yes. And then Brock Purdy doesn't change anything uh, with that. 215-592-9490. For the last thing to leave you with before we hit a break is that the two times he has built great teams, mm-hmm. it was the quarterback on a rookie contract. And that and that is changing this offseason. Potentially. How does that make you feel? 215-592-9494. Do you trust Howie? Are you still skeptical? On the other side, we'll get back to all of your calls on that, but also there's a growing sentiment among Sixers fans, mostly Ike Reese, regarding James Harden going back to Houston that I just can't disagree with more. What is it? We'll get to that coming up next.